All right, so plenty to discuss here on this edition of the Tone of the Podcast as uh, the NFL Wild Card, Super Wild Card Weekend wraps up. Uh, some good games, uh, some crack games. I know this is the first time they've tried it. I thought overall it was entertaining. I, I think you knew Tampa Bay and Kansas City were going to win. The Raiders uh, Bengals game was 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 a pretty tough one to call, as well as Rams Cardinals. And you know, again, it's the NFL. It's always they're always going to have us. We're always going to be number one, no matter what else is going on. And uh, they kind of stretched out the the first weekend of the playoffs into Monday, which I enjoyed. And now it sets up sets us up for the divisional round coming up this weekend. We're going to discuss that. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about some college hoops, uh, the latest of the debacle that is uh, the Indiana Pacers, and a little bit back and forth uh, with what we learned in IndyCar content day. So if you are here for uh, IndyCar stuff, you can skip ahead to uh, just past the eight-minute mark of this podcast and we will have you covered. The Tone of the Podcast is brought to you by Flooring is Forever. As always, 317-755-1246. FlooringIsForever.com with over 20 years' experience here locally in central Indiana. Harvey and the gang at Flooring is Forever have you covered. If you're in the market for new flooring, they provide you with honesty, quality, and a value that is just right for you. Let Harley transform your home or workplace. Check them out at FlooringIsForever.com. So there's a chance. I think I will. So if you've been to Green Bay or you're a Packer fan and you have any suggestions, Please let me know, but um, so their team is obviously the Colts. It's kind of how I grew up, even in Northwest Indiana. I wasn't a Chicago Bears fan, which I know a lot of people find that kind of crazy. And I know there's a lot of Bengals fans here and Bears fans in Central Indiana because before 1984, when the Colts got here, the closest teams were the Bears and the Bengals. So that's, I believe, what was pretty much on TV here in Indianapolis uh, before, obviously, the Colts getting here. My grandfather, uh, as always, and before he passed away, was always a Green Bay Packer fan. And so I've kind of had a little bit of a love for the Packers, but I wasn't a Brett Favre guy. So when Aaron Rodgers took over, and I know some of you may say, oh, well, I'm not a fan of his because of what he does with COVID and yada, yada, yada. That's, I tend to just judge athletes on what they do on the field, uh, and I try to keep it that way. Uh, but nevertheless, so um, I do have a little bit of Packer fandom in me. My college roommate, one of my closest friends, is uh, in the Packers organization. He works for the Packers, so he has offered me up his two tickets to the divisional round coming up against the San Francisco 49ers this weekend. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, going up there, I've been up there once back in 2010. I think the Packers won the Super Bowl that year, if not mistaken, and they played the Lions. And uh, I think I've been to three Packers games, two here in Indy. My first ever game came in... Was it 96 when the Packers lost in the Super Bowl? They were the defending champions, and the Colts got the first one of the year and a Kerry Blanchard uh, chip shot field goal. So um, I'll be cheering for the Packers. I'll be cheering for Aaron Rodgers. I love everything about Wisconsin. So uh, good times uh, to be had here over the next uh, couple of days. Um, I think the Packers win. I think the Packers uh, should cruise. I mean, it's going to be like two degrees up there. So I, 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 it's not that I don't like Jimmy Garoppolo, and I want him or Russell Wilson to be here as the Colts quarterback in the future. Uh, but I've got the Packers to win that. I've got the Titans to knock off the Bengals in a low-scoring, bang them up type game. I've got the Bucks and I've got the Chiefs. I've had Chiefs and Packers in the Super Bowl since the start of it. So you can send me your picks at Tony D&D on Twitter as well. 
uh, and we will move forward through that. All right, I did want to do a little bit of college basketball uh, before we do that. The UPS store in Fishers off of Ole Road has everything your small business needs when it comes to shipping. At the UPS store, you can have your packages professionally packed by your local UPS store certified packing expert. It is back to the pack and ship guarantee. Check out the friendly faces at the Ole Road location in Fishers, 11650 Ole Road, 317 Purdue, I watched them on uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, a double overtime win over Illinois. Uh, Sasha Stoyanovich just hits you in the mouth every time. He shoots a three-pointer. Um, Jay Nivey, um, you know, Evie, just a great game. I really like this Purdue team. I think it's probably the best Purdue team that I've ever seen now. Granted, I don't really remember the junkyard dog days or the big Glenn Robinson days uh, in the early 90s. But I think, you know, based on Robbie Hummel's team's uh, and, the, and the baby boilers, I do believe that this is the best Purdue team I've ever seen. Um, and obviously, that, that, that's not hard to say when they have a top 10 NBA pick coming up. So based off Joe Lenardi's latest mock bracket or bracketology, if you will, my Final Four right now is Kansas, Gonzaga, Purdue, and Arizona. Uh, Arizona's a team that every year, I get it. They they put up points against the Pac-12 because there's no defense. It's kind of like that old the old NBA Western Conference where you would watch them on a Thursday night and it would be 135 to 124. So, uh, but I do like Arizona right now based off of the way Lenardi has his bracket. I know I do this every year on the podcast where I kind of start to predict what I think my finals four is going to be, uh, and, and it'll fluctuate. But usually you get a kind of a good a good. Um, sense of, of what I'm looking at and teams that'll be around at the end. All right, how about the Pacers? Um, very tough to watch, very tough to go to and attend. I went to the game last week against Boston. That was ugly. They go on the road for this Western Conference road swing. They blow one to the Clippers. Uh, Clippers team without Paul George and without Kawhi Leonard. So we know that they're tanking, right? They're not going to come out and say it, but do we know that they're tanking? And you think that you would have Miles Turner as somebody that you could trade that they should have already traded if not two years ago, certainly last year, and they haven't, and now he's got a fracture, so he's, he's hurt up until about the trade deadline. So, dog barking behind me. So, um, it's just frustrating. I, I, I've never been a Miles Turner fan. He's, he's played like crap the last this, this entire season, to be honest with you. And he's a guy that, you know, maybe he goes on their team, maybe he goes to the Lakers or Golden State and plays well. But he has peaked on this team. I know Sabonis isn't the best player of all time, uh, but he's at least getting you rebounds. He's at least getting you points. He's a double-double machine. Miles is just too damn inconsistent. And I, I wish they would have cut bait a while ago. And th- like I said, a couple, like two and a half, three years ago, right around this time, they should have dealt him at the deadline, and they didn't. And that's kind of cost him because I don't feel like his trade value is going to get any better and it's continued to get worse. It's going to be hard to pull off a trade because if he's coming off an injury, that's a question mark. Is he back from that injury by the time the deadline comes and goes? And also with him being a free agent after next season, you know, why are teams going to want to trade for a guy that they don't know is fully healthy right now and they could just go after a free agency and make offers for next year? So... Man, I just I hate it. I mean, I know Pritchard has pissed, pulled off some great trades, the Oladipo trade, which I mean, at least we got some bonus out of it. And Oladipo was decent here for a while. Uh, the Karis Avert trade on paper, when you had to get rid of Oladipo, looked good. Uh, so maybe he can uh, move things forward. All right, IndyCar content day. We're uh, 
we're about a month away from 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 St. Pete, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, it's 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 something that with this podcast and this website, I'm I'm going to have something different uh, when it comes to the IndyCar season this year. So please just bear with me. Uh, the Tony D podcast and TonyDND.com will kind of uh, turn its attention more to um, everything outside of racing in Indianapolis. So a little bit more college basketball, the Colts, the Pacers, and just anything that's going on. So. Um, you can read that between the lines like you will, but it'll be coming here um, in early February. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about, so I'm certainly looking forward to it. I hope you will support it. I hope you will read and listen and watch the content that we provide um, and let's move forward with it. IndyCars, it's going to be an exciting year. There are a lot of drivers that are capable of winning. Simon Pagino on a new team, Jack Harvey on a new team, Roman Grosjean, who a lot of drivers and fans have said they have big expectations for. Um, in his second season, but his first full-time season, his first run of Indy. Obviously, Jimmy Johnson going to run the Indy 500 for the first time. We're at about 34 entries. We'll see what happens. Tatiana Calderon is coming to IndyCar to run the road and street courses, which is huge for her career, great for Rocket, great for A.J. Foyt Racing. Um, who will take that car in the ovals? Look, I, I don't think it'll be Charlie Kimball. I think his sponsorship wants wants to go to certain races, uh, Long Beach, California, I believe, is usually one of them. Obviously, India, if they can't accommodate that, then that won't happen. J.R. Hildebrand, who David Land has reported, is a possibility. Um, is still out there. And I think Ryan hunter Ray is a guy, too, that could end up in that car. Uh, he obviously has that connection in the past with with A.J. Foyt and A.J. Foyt Racing, and you got a chance to bring in a veteran driver to kind of tutor guys like Dalton Kellett, uh, Tatiana Calderon, even if uh, she's not running the ovals. And uh, Kyle Kirkwood, who is uh, a guy that a lot of a lot of people, including myself, will have a pretty good year and, and, and could start that process of getting back A.J. Foyt racing to where it was in the late 90s and early 2000s. So still plenty of IndyCar to come, and um, I can't wait for it. Back to the Pacers real quick. Malcolm Brogdon, too. Um, it's kind of over his act, always being injured, um, taking a little bit too much time to get back. And it just seems like he's milking it at this point. I'm just kind of over him as well a uh, big shout out to friends of mine aaron and allison they're having a baby so we had the diaper party over the weekend which was a lot of fun so my suggestion to you is if you have a diaper party for your husband or boyfriend's friends to come to including and your friends as well um i would suggest doing it at a bar so you can all drink and have a great time so thank you for listening to the tone of the podcast thanks as always to flooring is forever flooring is forever.com and the ups store on oleo road and fishers if you have any interest in sponsoring this podcast as well uh you can get a hold of me t donahue d-o-n-o-h-u-e 9877 at gmail.com